0: Yes, my name is uh, Tofik Dhanse. I'm currently the manager of minerals and energy at the Council for Geoscience. Could you tell us the importance of advances in CCOS technology? Yeah, thank you for the question. So basically what's happening right now is that we see that the increase in CO2 emissions globally has sort of driven climate change in general. Um, And associated with this, we see more extreme weather patterns and we see that the earth is evolving in a way that is not necessarily sustainable. For human development Uh, this is kind of driven now this idea of trying to reduce co2 emissions Um, because the world depends a lot on fossil fuels uh, that actually are one of the major sources of co2 emissions uh, carbon capture utilization and storage aims to now sort of address these emissions directly and so what the technology is actually looking at is actually stopping the co2 from being emitted from these sources Uh, that can include things like uh, coal energy generation also anything linked to gas and oil And taking those CO2 emissions and then using some of the CO2 uh, for downstream industries that can include petrochemical industries, uh, the production of fertilizers and different types of plastics and those sort of things. And then the remaining CO2 can be stored in safe underground reservoirs. Uh, The importance of this technology is that uh, the world is kind of transitioning towards renewable energy sources, uh, but that, that transition is very slow. And that's mostly because, uh, if you look at South Africa as an example, uh, we generate about uh, more than two-thirds of our energy from uh, non-fossil fuels. So that includes coal. And the transition away from these fossil fuels will take some time. And so therefore you need these type of uh, direct interventions. And CCUS is exactly one of these direct interventions. Uh, It implies that what you would do is you develop certain technology associated to high carbon emitters capture that CO2 and then actually drive that CO2 in terms of other generation and uh, let's say uh, industry development that we might have. Uh, In terms of the program we're doing right now, uh, we focused on the geology. So in terms of looking at uh, essentially the rocks under the ground uh, where we might be able to store the CO2. And we found that in general South Africa has a lot of potential. Uh, So this includes basically geologies that uh, will react with the CO2 and uh, sort of uh, capture it within the actual rocks itself. And then also to be able to capture the CO2 in sort of uh, deep saline groundwaters. So this is very deep, salty water that cannot be used for any type of agriculture Mm. or human consumption. Um, So now that we have uh, basically defined these areas, we now need to test to see if this actually works. And this is currently what uh, we are doing right now in the project. Uh, We've identified an area uh, in the Beki municipality in um, Mpumalanga. uh, this area was chosen because it's very close to major CO2 uh, source regions. Um, so in a uh, about a 25 kilometer radius, we have at least three different uh, coal-fired energy plants and also the petrochemical industry. So it's a major area where there's a lot of emissions. And uh, we've identified several possible geological storage reservoirs. Uh, what we will now try to do is to develop a pilot site uh, where we want to inject uh, at least about 10,000 tons of co2 and then sort of see how the geology reacts with that uh, co2 that's being injected uh, if that is successful which we foresee it to be successful uh, we'll use that to sort of develop uh, regulations and sort of frameworks in terms of how we can hold this out uh, broadly in South Africa.